Welcome to Vineyard 61's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website, vineyard61.org, or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Hi, everyone. How are you? Good? Really happy to have you here. Happy Easter to everyone. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying this amazing weekend too. I think it is for many people, it's a time to rest. For others, it's a time to meet with the family. Uh, but what we all have in common, that it's also a good time to reflect about our life, about our relationship with God. Where, where are we? And, and I hope what I'm sharing today uh, will help on that. Um, so I will be talking for one hour, one hour and, uh, what, what are you laughing? Now, just 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I was with Mark, he, he came to visit today and, uh, and, I, and I said to him like, hey, yeah, I'm preaching today and it's going to be like an hour and he put this, tried to put this polite face like, mm, you can see like, no mate, it's 20 minutes, 20 no more than that, no more than that. And yeah, and I think that uh, I will start uh, with, um, with kind of a joke because what we're going to talk is, is a bit deep. Um, but it's amazing and beautiful too. So, um, as many of you know, we've been in the last two months with the series of When Jesus Met. And today, uh, we're, I think we're about to finish with that series and soon we will be starting a new series. But today I will, I will, uh, I will add another episode to this series. And I will be talking about when Jesus met, if Johnny, thank you, John, thank you, thank you, man. We will be talking about when Jesus met the two criminals at the cross. And, um, of course, that because we're on Easter, uh, I wanted to, to, to preach about something related with, with Easter, but because we're on Sunday, maybe we're expecting to talk about resurrection, but we're not going to be precisely talking about resurrection. Um, and um, yeah, I was, I was, when, when I was preparing the preaching, there was a, a, a big change at last minute. And sometimes when you're preparing a preaching, there are these kind of, of, of last minute changes when, when you change a little bit what you, what you feel that God is telling you to share with others. And that's what happened this time too. So uh, we, we, will, we, will we will specifically um, be talking uh, through this conversation, dialogue that Jesus has with the two criminals at the cross. Um, as an introduction, and just to put you guys in context, um, we're going to, I want to be super, super short with this, but just to put a, a bit context, as you know, through the Gospels, uh, the high priests and the teachers of the law, these are the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and sorry if my pronunciation with some of the characters of the Bible is not very good. Um, but they've been trying to, 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 to find a way to, to put Jesus out of, of the, to put Jesus out of the, of the picture. They wanted to continue um, leading and ruling uh, with the law, 
and, and Jesus was uh, was changing things. He was a revolutionary, as you know, and uh, um, they were trying to find a way to kill Jesus. In, if, if you go through the Gospels, they were all the time in these meetings trying to figure out how they can get rid of him. Um, at some point, they start to push harder, and they knew that they, they could achieve that if they convinced the Roman government. So they go to uh, Pilate, and after and after few meetings with him, and Pilate didn't didn't understand why they they were so against Jesus. You know, they want Jesus to be crucified, and and we see this chat between the high priest and Pilate, and, and Pilate was saying that there's, there's nothing that I can find on Jesus that he, he needs to be sent to, to death. And they, were, they will have all these lies. And as you know, there was a lot of political issues there. And, and this uh, high priest, they came with a big crowd, and they start to demand, and they start to shout that he needed to be crucified. And even they wanted to swap with a criminal just to put Jesus there. Um, Barabbas was, was a criminal. He, he was about to be uh, crucified with the two other criminals for murder. But these people, they were insisting to swap that Jesus should be there because Jesus was proclaiming that he was a king and he, they were bringing all these lies and all this crowd putting a lot of pressure and Pilate was a politician and you know how politicians are. They care about votes, they care about the approbation of the population and, and Pilate feel the pressure and until the pressure he decided, okay, I will grant you that. So let's do the swap, let's release uh, Barabbas and let's put Jesus on the cross. And um, and now I will ask uh, Holly if if you can read the verse of the Bible that that we're that we're going to read today, which is Luke 23, uh, 32, 34, 39, 43. If you want to search it, if we can give like one minute. Also, we have Bibles at the back, free Bibles. If you want to take one. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Thank you. Thank you. Next slide, please. So here we are at the cross. They've already been crucified. And here we have the, the whole picture, as you can see. Uh, we have the two criminals, Jesus, in, in between them. Then we can see also uh, Roman soldiers and officers right there. Also, we can see in, in this part, we can see the, the, 
the high priests, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, that they were there. Um, also, uh, with the crowd, uh, Mary, Jesus' mother, Mary Magdalene and other disciples that were there too, uh, suffering. And here we have, we have, we have uh, the, the whole picture. With the high priest, they were there because they wanted to be sure that Jesus will be crucified, that she will die there. They were expecting that. The Roman soldiers, they didn't care about Jesus neither, uh, most of them. They didn't recognize him as the son of God. And um, we have uh, the two criminals and Jesus. And here we can see a very, this is a, a very spiritual image. Why? Because we can see good and evil right here. Satan was thinking that putting Jesus in the cross will be the end, that he will have a good victory uh, against God. The Pharisees, they, they were thinking that putting Jesus in the cross will be, okay, now we, we will continue, Jesus will die, and we will continue spreading the law, and, and, and we will continue with our titles, and nobody will remember Jesus. That's what they were thinking, but of course God had other plans. And there, that's how we see the limitation from the enemy when, when he's against God. The enemy thought that this was the end and forgot this was just the beginning. This was part of the plan. Uh, next slide, please. And now we're going to focus on the, on the criminals. So there is a first criminal that speaks to Jesus with bitterness, sarcasm, and say to him, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. So we see... That this, uh, that this criminal didn't recognize Jesus as the Son of God, didn't have any respect for him, and he wanted to do something that sometimes we can see some people want to find in, 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 in Christianism. It's like, hey, make some magic. You're Jesus, you're the Son of God, make some magic here. If you're so powerful, why don't you come, why don't you come out of the cross and save us, and what are you doing here? Because he couldn't believe and he didn't understand that Jesus needed to be there. He didn't want to accept God neither. Even when he was suffering, he didn't have any, he was not asking for mercy. He, he didn't want to ask for help. His heart was hard. Then we see the other uh, we see the other criminal, and it's a, a whole, a whole different. Um, it's a whole different uh, thing. What happens here? So he says, "Don't you fear God? Since you are under the same sentence, we're punished justly, for we are getting what are these deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong." And what is happening here is beautiful because he's doing everything to, to, to gain God's heart. So here, the first thing that he do is he recognizes his sin. 
He recognizes that he deserves to be there. He's recognizing his sin. The second thing is that he recognized Jesus by saying, this man has done nothing wrong. He recognized the authority of Jesus, that Jesus shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be there. He didn't kill anyone. He did exactly the opposite. He brought people from death. He didn't stole bread from everyone. He did the opposite. He multiplied the bread. And this, this thief, he was recognizing this authority that he was the son of God and what was happening here, it was unfair. He couldn't understand, of course, that it was God's plan, but he couldn't understand that it was not fair for him to be here. So he was recognizing God, uh, Jesus as the son of God. And the last thing he said, next slide, he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into, my, into your kingdom. And this is the last part that is amazing, is he's asking Jesus to remember him. He wants to be part of the kingdom of God. So he first, uh, he, he, he first um, recognized his sin. Then he recognized uh, Jesus as the son of God, and then he asked for salvation. And that's exactly all we need. When we meet with someone, it doesn't matter his or her background. That's all we need in a person. And Jesus conceded to him. And seeing the, the now we've we seen the first uh, criminal, we've seen the second criminal, and now we go to Jesus. And this is why I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Jesus' passion um, his infinite love. He's there in the cross. He's been abused physically and mentally. He's in the cross, and with his last breath, he still has the energy to save this man. And his words, he said, truly I tell you, today I will, you will be with me in paradise. In one second, God, Jesus could recognize the heart of this man and invite him in his kingdom. And he's suffering, he's bleeding, he's about to die, but he always have some rest to, if, if there is an opportunity to save someone, he always, he, 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 he always had, and, and until his last breath, he's having time to invite this person to God's kingdom. And I find that beautiful. So the conclusion of, 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 of the criminals is that the first criminal was condemned by the Roman government. And also he decided not to believe in God, not to be part of the kingdom. That was his decision. The second criminal bears Roman condemnation on the cross, but not condemnation from God forever. He deserves the first, while the second is a free gift that he receives. And Jesus, though, he deserves neither Roman condemnation nor also to be paying for the sins of every one of us. But this was God's plan, and this is how God was showing how much he loves us. I have a short video now.
to share with you. It's a short scene of a very famous movie called Dead Man Walking. Maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. It's with Susan Sarandon, who won an Oscar in this movie, and Sean Penn. Um, so the movie is about a man that is uh, condemned to, to death sentence, and um, but he's all the time proclaiming that he's innocent. He's, he's, been, he's been sentenced because they say that he commit uh, murder and rape on a couple, but he's all the time saying that he's innocent. And nobody cared about him, but there was this nun that decided to start to spend time with him. And it starts to share, if you see the whole movie, you will start, he starts to share about the Bible, and starts to share about Jesus. She sees compassion and, and she sees that this man also needed to be, to be saved. And this, what we're going to see now, is one of the last scenes uh, when, when he's hours from dying, um, and this is what it happens, if you can put it, yeah. She kept saying, wasn't you mad? Wasn't you mad at one you? That's it. So we see what happened in the cross, and we see something similar here. I don't know if you, if you, if you find a connection. And this nun, this disciple of Jesus, 
this disciple of Jesus, she understood what happened in the cross. And despite in the film, there were people, what, what are you with him? What are you with the other family, with the parents of the other family? And, and she was questioned all the time. But she understood that everybody deserves to meet Jesus. And it's never late. Even if it's one, one hour before he, he was sentenced to death, she understood that until last minute she will try to save him. If the people of the worship can come, thank you. So, we're celebrating resurrection. We thank Jesus for what he did in the cross for us. We're doing that. And then this, this weekend will pass and we will start with our routine uh, in the rest of the week. And we say, okay, we already thank Jesus. What, what, what is our part? If we want to be disciples of Jesus, what is our part now? I believe that Jesus really liked that we're here and we're worshiping him and we're giving thanks for what he done. And we don't do it only on Easter. We, we, we try to do it every day. We try to do it every Sunday in every service. But I think there's some action that Jesus is expecting from us if we want to be their disciples. Our, and the questions are, and now we're going to start with worship. So while we're worshiping, if you can reflect. Um, I'm on God's mission. Is there lost people that I know that... They could be saved, even if, if we think that they don't deserve it. Even if we think that they don't deserve it. Is there any people that we can share about Jesus? This nun, she didn't give up. And if you see the movie, this man, he was tough. He was tough. Every time that this nun was meeting with him, he was tough with her. But she knew that until last minute she will continue with him because she believed that God could do something there. And finally God did it. And he's saved now. Like the other criminal, he's saved now. So if you can stand up please and we're going to worship and and then we will do an invitation if you if you can reflect which is which is your place as a Christian right now? Am I doing the mission of God? Am I trying to save other people? Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another life-giving message from one of our Vineyard 61 speakers.